0: G'day listeners and welcome back to another episode of the Keeper League podcast with the AFL Fantasy podcast that doesn't talk about the superstars, we only talk about the lesser knowns and the players that are going to bring value to your draft and Keeper League teams. My name's is Hef and I'm joined by Kaze and Doss. How are you doing boys? Great mate, going well. How are you going, um, Kaze? Very well. Now, you had a draft on the weekend, now you've been, I, I think you've been second guessing a few of your picks a bit Kays. you've been <laughs> posting a few tweets and things like that, what's going uh, on? No, I have always post
1: my my draft, yeah. I've actually been second guessing, I'm, I'm actually still very happy with how I went I just I don't think I smashed it but I think I did enough to just keep my head above water
0: I saw a meme of you uh losing to all you know the meme where someone the the husband's losing sleep and the wife's I wonder what I'm sure he's cheating on me and you Mm. were worried about uh drafting Shannon Hearn in the second round yes so you still still sweat on that one or um not as much now that Lockie Hunter's gone down a strange way because a, uh, (laughs) a
1: wise a wise coach once told me that uh just draft for points, don't draft for positions. Yeah. So, uh, if I can, we play three utilities, which helps. So, like, I just need my three utilities to really bust out some big scores too, and I can probably carry my potentially weak forward line. But once again, I'll, I'll talk about that later. But I don't think it's as weak as it looks on on averages on the
0: paper. And Dossie, you started a home league. You've been in the podcast as keeper league and stuff for a while now, but you've actually started a home league keeper league now. And how did that? Yeah, I mean, I've been in
2: a few. I mean, I've been in yeah your league, the the keeper league pro league <laughs> inverted commas pro League, the ones where like commas. players don't set their team for like 10 weeks Yeah row. that's the one. Yeah. Um I've been in Real that league like, for a couple league. of years and then the draft doctors listener league for a number of years. is that now. a keeper league as well. That's a keeper ca- ah, ca- yep, yep. sorry yeah the listener league keeper. Yeah. And so I've been in that for a few years as well so I, you know Obviously, played a bunch of keepers, but yeah, my home leagues now transitioned from single season to uh, a lot of more enthusiastic coaches. Uh, our single season draft was getting a little bit, a little bit stale. A few guys didn't really put all in, so we've uh, scouted some very, very keen coaches, and uh, yeah, it's gone. It's gone keeper, and it's um, right near the end. Actually, only a couple of picks left. Are so. oh, you still going? Yeah yeah, 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 still in the process, but yeah, last two picks. Any so. chance of making a pick live on air? Uh, no, I just made two before the <laughs> Damn. show. Damn. Picked up Prusie just before, actually, as my backup rucks. Yeah, backup, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, um, we'll get into the podcast in a second, but tonight we're obviously talking about our draft results um, in our drafts that were held over the weekend and are currently running uh, for Dossie. But... Dossie, what happened on Thursday night?
2: Mate, um, impressively, Hef actually held up his end of the bargain and we Just. did see him out at training due to the listeners voting in, um, getting the 200 rating slash reviews across uh, Spotify, Apple, all those formats. And you suited up and I've got to say, quite impressive, in fact. I do want to know but my favourite just
1: to give the listeners some background my favourite thing was kind of Hef probably waking up Thursday morning going fuck did I really agree to go to footy training like, and then trying to figure out every way he could get out of it oh, there was and a then lot, yeah. I was like oh Hef's going to bail here
2: we saw a lot of messages on the day <laughs> yeah. that were like a lot oh, of those I ones where like this. he texts
1: and then's waiting for a reply but nothing's coming and then no, just I keep texting myself. again <laughs> and, <just> like, <laughs> yeah.
2: and no, I don't have to go do I I don't, I don't I think, I think I should actually go, have no. to do this do I <laughs> oh I better and then we're like dude we've already said we have when I remembered
0: that I'd actually said on the podcast that I would go, I was like, oh, I have to go now, don't I? So yeah, I went absolutely. and it was actually fine on the night, um, but I am still sore today. <laughs> I'm still recovering. So I tried to go for a uh, run on the treadmill yesterday. Did you do that three Ks a day? Yep. Um, I got one and a half Ks yesterday and pulled the pin. I just couldn't do it. So <laughs> how do we, what was Hef's, you know, who does he remind you of in a football sense?
2: Well, I was saying oh, uh, at the start of training that the ball drop was... Questionable. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've played with him many more years. Was this, yeah. a, was this a point it's of always, contention? It's always been a, it's a, it's always
1: been a question. It's yeah, a
2: yeah. long, long wind up. So sort of. <laughs> I was like, gee, this is, I don't know if you're just getting your eye in though, but it was certainly a long wind up. yeah. yeah. I don't know what he reminds me of though. Um, You know, I've got a, I've got a, a deep cut, maybe a bit of a Harry Perryman. Oh, I'll Harry take Perriman. that. For sure. Yeah, yeah. A bit, a bit, It can do a bit of everything. Uh, yeah. you know, I Inside, did, outside. I yeah. did sight, like, just the slightest. It was only very slight. <laughs> mm. A little bit of thirst. <laughs> just We did a contested drill. Now, Hef made sure he was out of that one for a lot of the time. We had a couple of subs <laughs> and I saw Hef kind of avoiding that one, watching, uh, watching Dossie on the sidelines there. But... Um, no, you, you do, you don't mind a bit of contested stuff, too. I think. No, I can get, yeah. get around in traffic.
0: I, I'd like to point out that I beat Dossie in a sprints as well. So, and and on, the flip, side. <laughs> on and the flip side, how's Dossi go? I've never uh, seen Dossie play. Yeah, he looks like a wiry half forward flanker, which I think is where he's <laughs> going to play this year. So, after training, actually, the coach asked, Have you ever played full forward before? And I just laughed and walked inside. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. the question yeah. did emerge, anyways. All right, boys, uh, can I get a round of applause? Please, let us just... My sister, dog not drinking your mother. No, no. Something to celebrate here. Um, All right. Today, I'm excited to announce that Manscaped has launched their ultra premium collection. All right. So, believe it or not, Mm. this one's for your not-so-private parts, boys. I'm talking about leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent from Manscaped. So, this is an all-in-one skincare and hair kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. All right, so Manscaped is trust to blow the waste. Now trust them with the rest, all right? so there's That's a, actually huge. Yeah, ultra-premium yeah. collection. So
2: that's massive. And
0: pretty. So it includes like shampoos, moisturisers, I think, uh, oh. aftershaves, all that sort of stuff as well. So that's come out. And uh, look, if our listeners want to get their hands on that, they can use the code Keeper20 at manscaped.com, order the ultra-premium collection, and uh, get it delivered to their door for free. I probably won't have much need for the shampoo in
2: a few years' <laughs> time, but
0: yeah. uh, some yeah. others, man. 20%, 20% off. The
2: day I'm keen to give it a crack.
0: Yeah, the mm. aftershave's pretty good too, I think. Mm. So I haven't heard it, but I've heard good things. So yeah, 20% off and free shipping. So free to your door and 20% off the product itself. Use the code KEEPER20 and yeah, have it delivered to your home. All right. Uh, We'll get stuck into the podcast though. So we're going to talk about some draft results here. So we're going to start off with our Mock Keeper League draft. Now, um, this was done with basically the entire uh, fantasy well a lot of the fantasy community we had uh, Warnie from the traders uh, we had a few of the hat chat boys we had uh, Cam no we didn't have Cam we had Statesman we had Steve uh, from the draft doctors we had quite a few people uh, Louie. In there. Louis from the podcast. pod you can literally pod. read them out if you'd prefer yeah <laughs> if you've got them in front of you I'm trying to think of on the top of my head <laughs> I've so, got them in. so, in so we had Big Dossie
2: we had of course us three so Warndog Dog yep. Um, of course, you know Warney. Uh, we had Louis, yeah, from the Pod Pod. We had Simo, who's one of our loyal writer. listeners and a writer and a writer, um yep, for us. So we had Sanch. He he's from the Hat Chat. We had uh, the Statesman from the Pod Pod and the Draft Doctors. We had two-time hat winner Obermuller, Nath from the Hat Chat as well, and then yeah, Steve from the Draft Doctors. And uh, we did do a vote at the end of it. I think Stevie Fierce
0: won that one in flying colours. Didn't I think he?
2: pretty comfortably. Yes, I think he so was out in front. is right, he have the most VPNs? Stretch.
0: <laughs> Maybe he could vote for himself. And no, I think you can only vote once in yourself. I, I tried to vote for myself multiple times. Don't and worry.
2: Just, just for team balance, just to look at his side. Um, I don't know if, how much we're going to cover it, but he went to start with Timmy T at pick six, which is obviously the forward selection. Then it's just smashed mids. So yeah. he had uh, five midfielders in a row before picking his first defender. So Always makes your team look pretty good when you do that. Absolutely. But I think with the depth... Um, not necessarily the depth of defenders, but getting that forward early and everyone just reaching for their forward after that. You know, he let the defender fall and he picked up Dyson Heppel in rounds uh, seven. So. All right, we'll get into our
0: results. So we're gonna ask a few questions. What's our best pick, our worst pick and our speculative slash flyer pick, or I like to call it a loose pick really more than anything. But before we start, what was your strategy going into this? obviously it's a mock draft, but what were you trying to achieve out of this? We'll start with you, Dustin, and get a case.
2: Well, I was just, I mean, I had pick three, which... Personally, I'm not a huge fan of um, this season. And I think at the time, maybe there was a couple of midfielders that I wasn't so so set on that I probably, looking back, maybe would have just gone with a midfielder here. But thinking about it as a keeper as well, you do really want to lock away that ruck. So, I picked up Brody Grundy early. And I'm not going to go through my picks, but I'm just saying after going Grundy, I think my strategy was kind of just... Yeah, just balance that team, make sure I get some midfielders. But I actually thought in this draft, I'd try a couple of different things early and I was trying to like force a couple of runs out of people. Like I backed it up with a couple of forwards, including a few ruck eligible players to try and scare people and it did not work.
0: Oh, you scared me. I took a ruck early. I took Riley O'Brien when I didn't want to. But yeah, uh, yeah, so it worked for me, but it worked on me. Uh, Kaze, what
1: was your strategy going to this? I had the last pick and the turn. So I was just kind of like, I actually was just kind of happy to see kind of what fell out from the first kind of rounds of picks, and then I'm not usually one who would take. Um, I'd like to would have liked to have got a you know a forward or a back in there, but like when Zach Merritt and Tom Mitchell are still still there on the table, I was like, that is a captain and vice captain option just sitting there waiting for you. So I had to go with them. Um, I was obviously quite keen to get some forwards in early. Um, I probably I don't know if I went early. I took Zach Butters at pick 31. Um, at the time, it might have been a bit early, but off early. Uh, off the back of what we've seen in the couple of preseason games, because this was before yeah. um, we saw any of that, so I'm pretty happy with that.
0: Um, but yeah, just... Uh, Looking at the ADPs, that was about right for Butters. Yeah, so.
1: good. Yeah. Um, I was just trying to get a good balance, um, trying to get a few of my boys in there and, um, and all of that. But I think my midfield stacks up pretty well. Um, just, yeah, a bit, bit questionable in, uh, in the backs especially.
0: I drafted very differently to the way I'd usually draft. So usually I just don't really care about the future. I'll just draft for straight up, trying to win, get as much points on my team as possible and worry about that later. Mm. But yeah, this time I went, I tried to get one established player at each line before um, going pretty young on every line so just trying to get the future so upcoming, you actually
2: so. what you're saying is so Kay's and i kind of seem to be scrambling through a strategy there you're saying you genuinely came in with a strategy premium <laughs> each line then go on youth
0: yeah i did like well it kind of came that way when i went uh, miller uh, whitfield and then i kind of thought i did want to go youth all up but then i was like let's just kind of round this out with actually one like primo on each line mm. and then yeah from there i kind of just went back to the youth strategy so I, I intended to go youth earlier but the picks one didn't fall to me early. But then after that, I kind of just went,
2: yeah, early on youth. I see you got took at seven just to talk about him quickly.
0: Yeah.
2: I reckon, I don't know, personally, I just raised him so much higher. I just, you put I him just, at number one in your re-ranks, did yeah, you? yeah, just, well, yeah, yeah at the moment. I midfields. just think like he, to me, just looks like this next kind of guy that his work rate's just so off the charts. And yeah. I, like, I don't know whether I thought he was going to have it you know, take a backwards step or whether Anderson and Rao and having like, I thought Anderson, Rao, Fiorini, these guys around him was going to affect him too much. But I just, the next few years, I think is just so huge for Took. So yeah, not going to
0: lie. I was pretty happy when he fell to seven. But anyways, let's stop talking about the overall draft and let's get into some of our best picks. Okay, we'll start with you. Mm -hmm. What was your best pick you think in the draft? So we're talking value here. So Mm -hmm. not necessarily the best player you picked up, but the best player at the best time. Hard to split at this early stage of the season, but I I think Butters, I think I'm happy with getting him
1: in early. Um, I reckon Jack Lukosius, he slid to me at 90. Um, and everyone, like, lots of the good backs had gone and everyone was just holding off because there was so much speculation that, you know, he's going to play forward and what could that do to his scoring? Obviously, yes, he's playing forward. But um, as you kind of touched on last week, Doss, he scored a good, was fine, a decent yeah. score from
0: only 50% time on ground. Yeah. So, you know, sure what happens in practice and matches. And the way happen. he scored as well. It was mm. like he was hitting targets and stuff inside yeah. 50 and things like yeah. that. So, he was kind of still, like, distributing the footy even though he was, like, playing up forward. So. I think that's
2: safe for you as well, you know, if... If it fails, if it's slightly below what you thought you're gonna get, you're still gonna get a fantastic forward going yeah. like yeah, yeah. for the next few years. It's yeah. a keeper league, like yeah. keeper league mock draft. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know if it was my best
1: pick, but I just thought at that time it was just like I think that was value. But I think my best pick overall, I reckon Trav Boak at pick one fifty one, like
0: Might only get one year out of him. Might only get one
1: or two yeah. years out of him, but like at that low, you know, you took someone uh, you took one of your players who you're yeah, yeah, second, you talked about in a second yeah. a couple rounds higher. Um, who's unproven whatsoever? Yeah, Chad and Warner you know. and
0: Elijah, Elijah Hollands. Like yeah. I talked before him. So, so yeah.
1: you kind of go. And I know at that point everyone's got different strategies and that kind of thing. But once once again, it's one of those ones where it's just looking at your face and you go, he could score you a hundred this year and and be very handy for your midfield.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. What about you, Dossie? What was your best pick in your draft? I've got.
2: I just want. I want to touch on one that. I'm not counting as my pick necessarily, but I I got Nick Dacos at 63. But we know that Statesman. <laughs> so the the backstory we've already spoken about. I think a couple of weeks ago, Basically, Statesman had pick 60 at pick 61. He meant to take Nick Dacos and took to Josh, Josh Dacos. Um, so anyway, I think that's <laughs> for, even for Stato. If he was to get that at 61, I think that's still really good value. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, obviously we've seen him pop a 99 in his first, you know, taste of. Um, you know Amy series AFL yeah but you look at where Sam Walsh goes in this draft and like that's who I just want to compare to in terms of junior pedigree gun scorer all that sort of opportunity stuff. when he starts he goes well. in the top like five in yeah. most keepers and you're talking about Nick Dacos who's the next coming of that sort of a fantasy talent and he goes in the 60s or you know maybe the 40s or 50s. I think regardless, I think that's just huge value for all keepers. Like, I'd, I'd imagine having Nick Dacos in your team for the next five to 10 years or whatever. Like, mm, yeah. you're just going to be loving life. Yeah. So, I think that's a great pick. But for my own little personal one, Sam Doherty at 98. Um, now knowing that he's going to be playing round one as well, you know, he's a fantasy stud. Um, it was a risk at the time. This was before we kind of knew more about his status. But getting him at 98... You know, you yeah. got to be stoked with that.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, awesome pick, especially if you were kind of following the news and kind of saw inklings that there were he was going to be kind of back yeah. in contention early. That no, was a good pick. And just
2: in comparison, like recently in my um, home league draft, I got him as well, and it was at pick eighty five. Yeah, so like not even that much, um, you know, higher up. Yeah, so exactly. I'm still yeah. pretty stoked with that.
0: My best pick, I think Cicely at one hundred seven. I think he fell, and I think mm-hmm. he rounds out my back line nicely. I don't think he was. I think he was like my D three. At the time, so if I'm just having a look at this quickly, Sicily, yeah, D three I picked him up as, so I'm pretty happy. oh sorry, D four I've picked him up as, so pretty happy with that, um, to get him there. The other one I was pretty happy with was um, Tom Phillips at two hundred and ninety four. So my third to last pick in the draft, and my and my last, second last pick was actually an auto pick because we were doing the um we were doing the video that oh, day we yeah. <laughs> were just yeah. so busy that I didn't get to my, the draft within the four hour time period um, so actually auto picked after that so uh, yeah so Tom Phillips was my last actual pick in the draft that I took um, and yeah pretty happy with that one just considering what he put up in the trial if he's best 22 which I think he is I don't think they're going to drop him out there was talk of it early but he, he performed well enough in the trials to, to kind of hold his spot I think C- to get him there he's someone who could potentially average 85 to 90 to get him you know almost pick 300 I'd take that there so I was happy with that that one I'd Bear.
2: prefer I'd prefer your Seb Ross at 254 to be honest that was
0: all right I liked that one for the first week I didn't like it in the second week yeah because I didn't It'll really look, get much of the footage nice, yeah, yeah. I didn't but it was around that time so it was okay it was actually just after that trial is when I picked him up mm-hmm. so yeah Um all right worst picks K what was yours Um
1: yeah still questioning that I think I went a bit early on Tom Stewart at pick 50 especially with his uh, injuries he's had kind of over the, the preseason but I think I went early on Jai Coldwell pick 91 uh, got into the the Essendon hype a bit too early there um, we've seen him have a good game and a not so good game I um, mean if you're just looking at some of the players you know who went around there potentially could have got someone probably a pro- yeah I probably could have got I could have got Sam Doherty, especially when I probably should have got another back in or another forward in. I went a bit heavy on the mids and I thought I'm going to smash, get some, you know, smash out some really, really strong young midfielders and probably just reached a bit on him there. I still don't reckon it's
0: awful. Like, it's not like awful. It's still but I went around that one. Brad Crouch went around would there. You, it's not are that you
2: bad. just looking back, mm. are you concerned? I know he's your boy, so you're probably not going to be too concerned, but- mm. At pick 30, getting Ben Keys based on what we saw in the Amy series of him starting, you know, he played a lot of forward. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Crouch getting bulk CBAs in his return. Is are mm. you any concern? Obviously, he's not going to, he's probably going to play mid at the start of this year because Laird's out. Yeah. But mm. long term, any concern that Keyes is a forward for a bit?
1: Uh, possibly. But mm. I think at that stage when we're drafting him, you're kind of a guy who. Averaged 110 or something yeah, last year, exactly. was there at 30, and it was just that thing. I think, and as your boy, I was, and as my boy, yep. um, but like, I think it's just one of those ones where you can go in with a bit of a strategy, but sometimes, as I said, some of those guys just light up, and you're like, uh, if I don't take him, then especially when you're on the turn, you know, I don't have another pick for another 20 picks. So, mm. like, if you don't take, if you don't grab
2: someone, then you can get a bit stuck. More, more my question though is, like, do you think Ben Keys oh. is playing? forward for the crows in the this is sent out forward in the first two trials <laughs> or, or do you think because you know guys like um Jared Lyons for, for an example is mm. playing a lot of forward there's some messaging he'll play forward i think he'll play a lot more midfield in the season like could they just be giving um, Schomburg and even Crouch for instance a lot more run in the trials just to make sure he's fit but really Keyes did a great job in there last year are they going to put him I think, back I think Barry's the one that they
1: gave a lot of time to yeah. over the preseason, yeah. which is fine they want to build him up but once again you know they've made Keyes vice-captain and they've made him you know mm. second, he's been runner-up in the third in their best and fairest. I just don't think that no. you no. just throw him away just to for that when he's done very well over the last couple of years I think you know someone like Lyons has a bit bit of an
2: overreach of some of the calls in the preseason I tend to agree I'm keen to see where it goes what was your worst pick in the mock draft Ozzy uh, I think it's pretty clear now looking back I'd be interested if you guys have a take but my opinion would be the Luke Jackson pick <laughs> um, and look I don't have a problem with drafting him pretty early if you're oh, looking after for- you might mark- <laughs> drop me on the uh, ra- uh, rankings podcast you put uh, him up pretty early Uh, No, I'm still, no, but I'm still comfortable drafting him early. It's just the fact I had two rucks already. Oh, sorry, I
0: get you. (laughs) So,
2: like, I'm super comfortable having Luke Jackson, but like I said, I tried to force a run and also thinking maybe the production was going to be there this year, as you're alluding to, probably. Yeah. But yeah, I thought the production might be there this year with the forward status. So, basically, just to recap, I've got Grundy at pick one. Marshall in my as my second pick, which I like with forward status. I, I love that pick. Mm, mm. Um, but then getting Jackson as my fifth pick, thinking I was a genius as a forward guy, um, also a keeper. You know, I'd be having to package him off in a trade pretty quickly if I was trying to compete this year. Yeah,
0: and Kay's made the point a few weeks ago on the pod that if they all lose... Ford status next year you're screwed
2: exactly so yeah Yeah, I'd be be wanting to package one or two of them off in the first season which is never ideal when you've just come off a draft
0: nah (laughs) probably not the best idea Um, my worst pick was Elijah Hollands. we mentioned it just before so this was before the priest this before Gold Coast had played played their practice match I think Um, and pretty early on so like but yeah, just I think he did has suffered a groin injury since. But another guy who's just unproven um, has a bit of history with injury as well. Uh, yeah, how, probably, how- probably a bit early. Oh, you got, okay. You got to pick what? 134. 40. So, but like when you look at players yeah. like around in that kind of round four, ten. Yeah. you took Ryan Bird's, but Justin McEnany went there. Um, <laughs> yeah, like that's that's yeah. a pretty big one. Like <laughs> yeah. Scott Lassert was there. Tom Libertore went there. Just like a real safer, safer scorer there. Jordy Clark went there. Hugh Greenwood went there. Yeah, no, that's Jeremy fair. Sharp went there as well. Yeah. And I'm taking Elijah Hollands. The reason was the forwards status. So I think he was actually my F5 by that point. So not the worst kind of F5 to have if he actually plays but he's got to play you <laughs> really <laughs> so. chips in on
1: Elijah Holmes this year aren't
0: you no I'm not anymore but I was then like yeah. a few, few months ago uh, now that yeah, because this state, we got to say like this draft was a little yeah, while. It was about it was yeah. Yeah. Oh, three weeks ago, I think. Yeah, so, and which yeah, is it, an eternity <laughs> in <laughs> yeah, preseason. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there's a lot of like there's a lot of change in yeah the way I've been thinking this preseason actually. Then, now that I've actually seen players play and the way they're going about it, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, that was probably my worst pick as well. All right, we'll get into some speculative picks for this draft as well. So, Kaze, what was your probably speculative slash flyer pick, a so, bit of a looser pick, bit of a looser pick? I don't know. I
1: think. I don't know, value pick. If you're talking speculative, I think, get uh, yeah, Archie Perkins at one ninety ones a good kind of go. But if you want to go, maybe have I gone a bit too early on someone, I think Will Day at pick 111, Just um, considering not, we know yeah. that we haven't seen much of a preseason from him. Yeah. Um, when we're going to see him back. And once again, it's probably the timing where I've kind of gone, I reckon he's going to be good in the future, but I'm almost taking an L Straight up for this year I think
0: Saw a lovely video today On the uh, Hawthorne socials though, Of um, Will Day Taking a young footballer Under his wings Crying at one of those um, Coaching sessions Because he couldn't find The group he was supposed to be with And Will Day Just kind of Put him on the wing Kicked the footy with him For the afternoon So he went up in the oh, That tugged on the heartstrings there So he went up in my <laughs> yeah. ranks there So it's all good <laughs> Anyway uh, uh, What about yours uh, Dossie Your kind of fl- Flyer pick in the mock draft Well, I'm happy
2: to see I took him, you know, even three weeks ago, I was keen, but um, I'm all, I'm all aboard the Zathry train uh, (laughs) this year, but just, I mean, speculation is probably the name of the game uh, for me late in draft. So I went on a few, like a Josh Battle, which I think the speculation has been like, there was just a bit of speculation about him playing defense. I think that's, you know, proven. Um, Yeah. But I took Heath Chapman back then too, so I was pretty. That
0: happy. was before he performed well in that. Yeah, trial, so that he picked
2: two sixty three in this draft, and he looked fantastic. Yeah, I yeah, was going to say wonderful. that's probably one of my favourite picks from you late. Yeah, yeah. looking it was a good in
0: game. hindsight, man. Thank you. Yeah, I took um, I took Seb Ross late, which I'm not I'm not loving, and Luke Donston as well. They were kind of. Just speculative whether they're going to play that midfield role. Luke Dunstan as well, whether he gets a game. Mm. And this is before we again we saw the trial, so I wasn't sure whether. I feel like if Luke, Dun- I think I feel like Luke Dunstan could be someone like Fiorini, though, who comes in like halfway through the season, may not play like the final rounds in the grand final when you need him to, but there could be a patch where he plays in the middle of the year and
2: he pumps out a few hundreds I and goes okay. You know, with but, protocols yeah. etc., he's got to get a run at some point. Yeah, so. hopefully.
0: I just don't know if you'll be there. Like if you're relying on him to score well in a grand final or something like that, he's probably going to let you down. Yeah. He'd probably be dropped by then. <laughs> That's all. So, yeah, just
2: a few later ones um, I took there. So, I thanks. think just to shout out another uh, the statesman um, yeah. for one pick that he made, like, I don't know if we should talk about this, yeah. but pick There's 221, he picked up his boy, Matt Kennedy.
0: Yeah, not bad. And
2: mm-hmm. I mean, we know that Sam Walsh is coming back into that side, but God, he looked bloody amazing. Kayser have something to say about his
0: boy, but anyway. What's oh, is it? No, we're having a bit of a battle on Twitter, I think, statesman and the K's, about oh, who, are we? whose boy is uh, Matt Kennedy. <laughs> oh, there was a tweet, it wasn't there? Well, because
1: everyone assumes like, I custody. listen to what's going on yeah. in the
0: fantasy world, and I think you just said, you, you, po- you posted something like, "Oh, my boy, I'm the only one talking him up," and then like, oh, was it was yeah, <laughs> it was like a bit of a you know, statesman mentioned him no no shorter than 24 hours ago. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone popped up, and then yeah, statesman had a bit of a chip back, but yeah, it was just fun. our boy, our yeah. collective boy. All yeah, right, cool. Let's move on to our home league. So, K's and I are obviously in the same home league. Dossier in a different home league, but we're just gonna do the same thing. So, a different draft and a different bit of a uh, different kind of perspective because in our home leagues we're redrafting um, so Mm -hmm. we are we have I think I worked it out there was 220 picks available um, so we're 16 keepers 12 teams so quite of a and then we got rookie list as well where there's quite a few more so I think there was I can't actually remember the full uh, the amount of keepers there were but there was a lot there was about 190 or something already kept so basically from about 200 onwards is where we start our draft and we got to pick a lot of players from there where Doss you're starting up you're starting up your yeah, only keeper so one, yeah. you've got a bit of a different um, perspective of uh, yours is going to be more similar to the mock draft but yeah we'll start with you again Kays mm-hmm. so in the uh home league draft what was your best pick do you reckon um i should probably preface it i've got a i had a pretty
1: strong set of keepers going in and i was the runner-up in the league last year you're gunning for a flag i'm gunning for a flag so i was kind of uh i should have drafted to uh really cap uh capitalize on this year but i can't help myself trying to back in some youth as well but so for 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 um sake, like I took Riola with my first pick. I think he's going to be great. My forwards are for a week. Then I went Shannon Hearn, which I tweeted about, just to give some good cover in my um, back line. And then I probably my risky one I think could really pop is your boy, Zach Guthrie. I think <laughs> yeah. I'd taken he came in at pick 227. You're all aboard. Pick 227. So if he goes shit, I'm right off you, Dossie. But <laughs> I think before the show, you said I've been listening to too much Dossie this, this yeah, preseason. I have when I said it. Um, I reckon my best pick uh, coming in pick, 275 was Lockie Jones and after that that was um, Noah Answorth at 287. Now, they may not necessarily be – what I like about them is they may not necessarily be useful for my team this year. But we know in our league, Hef, when you're hunting flags, you always want to kind of pick off like an older guy from another team who might be retiring, might be on the last bit of their legs what those people in the teams who have those guys want from you is someone who can be good for the future now all I need is someone like a Lockie Jones or a Noah Answorth to you know start pumping out some you know regular 80s or something like that and that is just absolute tasty tasty treats for someone who might have a Scott Pendlebury or I don't know a Nat Fife or or Trent Cochran if he has a good year so someone who can help my team out for the tilt of the flag but also gives
0: them back something for the future that's a real good point for people that are starting keeper leagues uh, this year that yeah if you're in contention you're better You sometimes better off trading out your youth for guys that are just going to secure that flag for you and that's why I'm a big advocate of moving the trade deadline as forward possible as you can because what kind of happens if it's super late that the team that's out yeah. of contention will just trade off all their kind of guns for mm-hmm. the, the, the top team's how youth how early how early I'd say six for further play. Six weeks before um, before the actual final start, mm-hmm. I'd say, because what happens is the, then the season is just sewn up four weeks before you know or two or two or three weeks before the actual final start, and the season it's season's effectively over because there's no way you can beat that team going mm-hmm. in. So you move it forward. There's a, there's a potential that the, a few of their the top teams players get injured or something like that that it kind of brings it back to balance. But yeah, a lot of the time what we used to do it was super late, and by the by the last two or three rounds, you knew who the premier was going to be, and there was absolutely no way they could be beaten.
2: Yeah, so, no, like, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah it's good so, to know coming yeah. from a starting <laughs> keeper here. That's a that's yeah. a really good
0: tip to be honest. Yeah. I'm to like pass that on to the commission. Yeah, mm. so something you can think of. Like some people like the you know rewarding the the guy who's the best team and like, so be like you can if you want it to be that way as well. But usually, you've got one person who's going to win the flag, and the rest of the league
2: doesn't want them to win the yeah, flag. Well, so you, you do just, as much as you, you can. You see, see that a couple of times in um, yeah. in single season <laughs> with a few little um you know, behind the table deals yeah, as well. Exactly, so I can so. imagine. Yes, yeah.
0: You bring us. it forward to so the deadline and then that way, you know, they still can stock up on these guys, but there's just more chance that something could go wrong or be brought. They could be brought back to the pack by something happening. Don't mind so it. Yeah. It's just kind of keeps the interest there. You don't want people just getting bored with the league, you know, before mm. finals even start. I mm-hmm. think you want everyone to still be in with a sniff essentially. Um, what do we even talk about? I'll talk about my best picks cause we're in the same league and then we'll do yours afterwards cause it's a different league. Um, so in the same, uh, drafters cases, um, I was pretty happy with Cosy Pickett at pick 292 I think he was I'm pretty sure he was going to go the next round to the Melbourne supporter as well that was in the group so yeah I was pretty happy with that one there so I think getting Cosy. like just in the in the preseason saw him get a you know a couple CBAs he'd at least get one a quarter type thing um, looked pretty electric like, distributing the ball into the forward lines as well plus he can kick a few snags on his day as well I think down there if he kicks a bag every turn, every now and then he should be should be a goer there I think that's just the one I liked um,
2: Dossie alright Up keeper league in your home league. What was your best pick? Best pick. I'm just gonna go and and because I'm kind of trying to balance contention with you know keeping a couple of uh, bits of youth, but I am just definitely going straight out for the flag first Mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, hopefully my team reflects that. (laughs) But um, what do you guys think of what do you guys think of? um, And this guy came as my F3, so it's not like I'm relying on him to be an absolute gun straight off the blocks. But Jed Anderson at 108.
0: Um, yeah, I don't. I think that's that's about right. That's where he should go. Mm. I think. I don't think it's like you're not you're not going early or anything like that. But I'm still worried that when does he play and when he does play, what's his role? Because be, say if that midfield is just blitzing it in the first six rounds or like for, blitzing it for North Melbourne, so, so to speak. Mm. Does he get straight back in there? Or is he going to sit up forward? And if he's up forward, is he an actual forward? So right. does he I'll, play? I'll pick, an, I'll
2: pick another one then, just in yeah. case. Two oh five and like just to just to recap as well. There's a bit of a like shallower kind of four, what is it? Four, six, one, four.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's
2: a little bit shallower in that sense. But um, Rory Sloan at 205.
0: Mm-hmm. I just yeah. like
2: that as a contending team yeah. A dude that can go bang And oh, he was looking really good so. He had a few rounds last year where he went big Back he? end of last year yeah. when he kind of got fit Because I
1: think he had a yeah. bit of a delayed preseason. But yeah, he was really
2: coming so home So I kind of got that mix of youth early And, and some really big scorers But mm-hmm. then yeah, getting a Sloan just to round out And have that yeah. sort of MC. You know, yeah. Yeah.
0: If you can round out your team with 80 plus scorers like mm-hmm.
2: you're, in, you're in a good spot so, yeah,
0: I think that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, all right, worst picks. Let's go into the Home League for UK. What was your worst pick? Uh, none. They were all perfect. Nah, no, yeah, you got a few written uh, <laughs> um, I think
1: probably at the time I took Max Lynch 263. So, he was my one, two, three, four, fifth pick of the night. Yeah. Not totally. because I don't think he's good or um, you know that I do love big maxi um you're not gonna be able to field him though are you i, I but i need ruck cover because yeah, okay. so i've got for um reference i've got gone and i've got jackson ideally in my side i'd like to play jackson as a forward so i need to have some backup cover on my bench and i thought at that point a lot of the good rucks had gone you know the the guys who can play each week that kind of thing yeah um i think they're but saying that i brought in a guy who it's 50 50 whether he's best 22 mm. i just need him playing each week kind of thing so yeah. at the time it's a bit risky for long term like for the rest of the season I, i'm actually really happy he's in my side yeah, because i think a minute
2: man because I, <laughs> I think he can
1: pop however the reason i brought him in may have kind of not not be the smartest move. i
0: get your point though because like last year i had peter Adams listed as a forward but the only other ruckman i had was license so if he played i'd Generally, have to play him as a if he was going to play and score well. So, like the period where Lysa was out for six weeks, mm. I had to play him as a ruck, mm. like and I couldn't capitalize on him as a forward. Mm. And then when Lysa comes back, he just didn't score as well mm. as a forward. So, yeah, I know what you mean. Like you want to, if you've got like a ruck forward, you want to be able to play them as a forward. That's the best way to actually have them. But yeah, maybe just a little bit early. Mm. And then in terms of like whether he's best twenty two or, yeah. or not, but I guess at least you've got the cover there. I've got Bailey
1: Williams later in the draft, so he, you know they, oh yeah, from, from West yeah. Coast, so he's going to be there. <laughs> They've got no one else playing, so he's Man, got sure going to play. I don't even know how they're going to field. 22 players you
0: know so not two of them out with COVID protocols already yep, yep. so that's gonna be interesting but anyway um, my worst pick is so easily Finn McGuinness I don't know why I always picked them. I picked him last year and I picked him earlier than I picked him last year and I saw him last year I just it was like that point where you just like I think I can't remember what. I'll have a look at what uh, pick number 340. was 340 340 so it was pretty late but it was more so like I didn't want to pick him, but then you're just looking at the list and you're like, there's no one else here that's even like a sniff of playing really. So it was just like, oh, he's a slight chance. He He's listed as a forward but played defence and midfield in the trial. We didn't score very well, but uh, we played defence in the first quarter and then midfielder for the last three. Um, he didn't like score very well, but he's listed as a forward. So it was just something to think about there. Um, but yeah, I wasn't super keen on him, but it's just like you got 90 seconds and you're like, who do you pick? And Yeah. <laughs> Turned into Finn McGinnis so I don't even know if he's going to play
2: this year, but we'll see. Hopefully, he's closer than last year. He did a yeah, he yeah. did a few nice things, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, uh, what was your worst pick in your home league? Look, I literally, I haven't made a blunder. Like I know, case <laughs> is joking, but no, I literally haven't made a blunder in yeah, it. So, I you don't have one for you.
0: Fair enough. We'll
2: go with <laughs> that. I like the confidence. Surely there's one in there that you've gone a bit early on or something uh, like that. I, uh, I, think, I think it's more balanced, actually, to me. Mm. Like, as in, I don't, I'm not unhappy with any of my picks, but I just haven't got my defensive lines just so weak. It just falls off so quickly. So, probably just grabbing... Too many Kind of mids And forwards Early Is my blunder I've made I'm not unhappy Where I picked players But yeah, yeah. My You know Maybe my, drop one of those mids And pick up a Yeah good back My run, defensive line Like I've got Doherty At D1 Then the next three are, and, You know if They're all prospects you Read them thing. out to us Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Zach Guthrie at D2. <laughs> yeah, I knew mm-hmm. that was Heath Chapman again. I'm just being mm-hmm. big on these guys at uh, D3 and Nick Blakey at D4. Yeah, With uh, Daniel Rioli as my backup sort of on the bench. But yeah, it's it's Tweak. pretty gross. Daniel Rioli could go okay. There's a bench cover. But yeah. Oh, no, but the thing is go. I did draft, sorry, I did draft um, Nick Dacos and Pendles to kind of hopefully get defensive status. Yeah. Clever. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. fair enough. All right, uh, let's move on. So let's go to our speculative slash flyer picks mm-hmm. uh, in the home league. So what was yours, case um, Well, I'll do
1: one normal one, then we do a rookie draft too. Um, as well, that's right. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I reckon one that is speculative that I'm kind of happy with, especially with the the injury situation at um, West Coast. I took Patrick Nash at picked 359. Yeah. This is at the point where you're just scrambling to get like anyone in the side. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that on the weekend he had 52 points from 37% time on ground. Yeah. Now, center forward I was like mm, that's worth a punt and you know Pick those guys up, probably were probably going to play him. Yeah. Those guys were like the new newly like added into the system yeah. and that kind of thing. I was like that's worth a stab. So I think that's one <laughs> who could be like Oh, look, he might say yeah, 50 no, each week or, it might be, or he might actually get a
0: good role. He'll probably find himself in a lot of classic teams this week if he's named as well. So, 100%. The, the 190K? No. Uh, no, he's, uh,
1: no, more, he's like 300. Nah, he played two nah, years yeah, not he, 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 yeah, he? probably.
2: Yeah, it's it's nice. not, he's oh, maybe not, not in many. Yeah. The, maybe not
1: then. The one I kind of quite like with the last pick of the rookie draft for me, pick 431. Now, we get these players for two years. Yeah. Okay. Connor Buterick. Yeah. He did his ACL in March last year. So, there's every chance he should be playing some footy at some stage this year, if not trying to force his way back into the side you know we know that Jack Bowes is injured as well yeah. you know we know that Lukosius is um, you know gone forward. forward could he be a guy who comes in and takes some kickouts etc i don't know we had a good junior pedigree
0: i just like it i got a two year stab at a guy who had some good junior numbers was an elite junior fantasy scorer yeah, yeah played a very plays a very different role at AFL level but yeah could come in and do alright speculative yeah i think just your Powell and um uh, Weller coming into that back line. once again. Well though, so. I should yeah, yeah. I should
1: mention that at what pick, four hundred thirty-one.
2: There's not a lot nah, left in that pool.
0: <laughs> well, you know that range. I went I went just guy like guys who haven't debuted yet. So Jack mm-hmm. Carroll. Oh, sorry, Angus Sheldrick, Jack Carroll, and um, Ali Arlo Draper as those three mm. picks there. So, um, yeah, just trying to pick... Because we can keep it for two years. So, that means, like, in the third year, I can up, elevate them to the senior list, and hopefully those guys are decent scorers there. But, yeah, you're right. There is not a lot to pick up there. Um, I guess my speculative was... Who do I have written here? Luke Foley at pick 316. So, I don't know how much... I wanted him in my rookies. Yeah, I was kind of... I was thinking that maybe do i try to hold off, but I reckon he might have gone before then. But... um. I think he played – what did he play in the – did he play in a halfback flank in the – practice mm-hmm. game i didn't watch yep. that one but yeah that's back. what i heard yeah yep. and uh you know with shepherd leaving the side last year i thought yep. he might be someone who could um for the hole. from memory he was a good junior fantasy scorer as well i'm pretty sure so um he was one that i kind of just was like yeah i'll take him and i'm actually kind of i've taken him in a couple leagues now i took him in the last pick of another dynasty draft that I actually did a pick 390 i got him at um and i was pretty happy with that one so yeah if he can kind of come in and actually fill shepherd's role which is a possibility he's one i don't mind as well just given his junior fantasy scoring. As well so
2: yeah that was my kind of fly some West Coast players are going to pop. It's just bloody who, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, so one of you guys might yeah. get a nature of Foley that they're just going to get given. I feel or like they just... might just all stink and they can't the touch thing the, is the pill that in our draft because <laughs> obviously there's lots of those
1: guys there. Like West Coast guys are going so early because everyone's just like, oh that guy might pop or that guy might pop. Yeah, yeah, he he might. Might there's play. no like normally if West Coast were full strength, Luke Foley would not probably even go
2: drafted. You know, like yeah. or, you know the guy that um, I'm keen on, which there. we which we didn't see is mm. um, I think our boy case that you didn't see in the preseason was Luke Edwards. Yep. Yeah, um, well, he's injured, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah, but yeah. he's a guy, you know, if you're talking at that range, yep. if he's still available. He's, like, in my, he's on my rookie list. So I've kept him yeah. from last year. Like so, last anyway, pick. He, he's yeah. the kind of guy, like I think I got him in the, in our... Um, in the keeper mock draft. Yeah. I got him at three eighteen, like yeah. my last pick in the draft. So he's a good late pick for sure. Yeah. All right, just some general stuff. So
0: is there any player that you guys picked up that you that you picked up in more than one draft? So I guess they're guys that you're probably bigger on than other people are if you're managing to get them in multiple drafts. Mm-hmm. Kays, who do you pick up? I went through and did look at looked at my results because um, I've done a couple redrafts and I've got
1: into a couple new um keepers this year I've actually picked up Dan Rioli
2: four times without even like noticing it we've been talking
0: about him enough in the pod probably then people not knowing that you wanted him Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, mate, I'm
2: big on him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. I've got him in a league. I'm think, yeah, super excited for his, this. You year. know,
1: obviously he's not going to have forward status next year because he'll play back. But for me, you know, I, I, my home league is my, my main one, and I need him to fill that role. And I think he can do that nicely. Yep. You know, weirdly enough, it's funny when you funny when you go through. Like I picked up Dan next day a lot without even noticing, and like oh, yeah. there's a couple guys who are just like, oh, man, I've got lots of in uh, shares in some of these guys that. You just kind of at that stage of the the draft, you're just like, oh, that' good. But it's not until you go back and you go, man, I'm keen on some guys that I wasn't expecting. It's probably to.
0: funny. I mentioned this on Saturday okay, because when we were at the draft, but there was I think five picks that I was going to take with my next pick that you ended mm-hmm. up taking. So I don't know if that's just like working together so much, but like Daniel January, I wanted in the next round. You took him mm-hmm. first round. I wanted him second round. So I was hoping it, and that was only what well, you were you were pick eleven. I was pick four, so mm-hmm. it was only a few picks away. Then I wanted Shannon Hearn the next round. <laughs> you took him as well. So I wanted him my third. You took him a second. I think I wanted McStay as well. Wanted Lockie Jones. And I think the other one was Guthrie as well. I was keen to take the next round, and you took him. So it was five times where he's <laughs> just the very Sweet. next pick. And, and I like think you had him before the um, next pick.
2: Rioli, you said last week, and I was kind of like not on the same wavelength at that time, but like the Nick Hine comparison, I think, is just is really good for Rioli. Um, mm. Not quite to that level, but, mm. you know, just a lighter sort of transition. Just the role change is clear. So, yeah. I've actually been surprised people haven't been as keen in drafts that I've been in because I've got him in a couple as well.
0: Yeah. You just got to hope someone like Hugo Rouse-Smith doesn't come out and blitz it and push him somewhere else. That's but, right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, think I think he's, he's got the senior the senior kind of – the senior head on him, I think, will do him well anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my my one that I've taken, Dossie, Luke Foley, I think I already mentioned that, but yeah, I've got him in two leagues. So in the other one, I got him at pick 390. So I've been bullish on him and his future prospects this preseason. So I'm keen on Luke Foley, but we've already mentioned that one. Dossie, yours is surely going to be pretty obvious, right?
2: Um, I was going to say him, I'm going to change it. Um, so, Zach because I've, is just, what I'm thinking of. I've found myself, um like I've been getting Nick Dacos basically yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just surprised that I think in keepers, given that, we're scared to take, we've got this sort of ingrained not to take rookies because they can't perform in the, you know, straight away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you look at just the history of like where you need to take these guys to get that absolute superstar talent. And I think I, I pushed it a bit higher in my home league. So, I think I, well, I got him in this, or you know, state. I should have got him at 61 in that pro draft he'd already done this 99 um, when I had this draft I think and I got him at 37 and I'm still so comfortable taking him there so Mm. just Dacos has been my like the player that I've got everywhere
0: all right, so that's enough. We'll talk about our drafts. So yeah, hopefully that gives a bit of an insight in the way um, our minds kind of work when we're drafting, and yeah, who's some of the best picks and the worst picks we thought we um, take. But yeah, anyway, we'll move on. So um, membership. So if you enjoy the podcast and you listen each week, and uh, you want to support the podcast, please consider becoming a member. Um, if you do, you'll get access to a whole heap of bonus content and resources. The biggest one at the moment, Dossie, is the pod pod So hey, the PodPod pod has gone behind the paywall. It's only available at our Keeper pod.com.au for the in-season content but it has been going absolutely bananas on the membership front there oh there's been i think there's 27 people signed up yesterday alone so yeah mate, just well, yeah. to just to get to the pod pod so it's all for me
2: mate no <laughs> not not for our not for our um five time top 100 finisher Stato or the yeah, runner yeah. up from last year yeah. kyle yeah. Uh, did yeah. you read yeah. out uh, my, uh, my team, team this year th- tonight Oh, we didn't know, mate. Oh, obviously, <laughs> push for <your> time.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you, if you play classic, though, there are some elite players on that podcast, and yeah, only available at uh, keepleapod.com.au. Um, and you guys, I guess listeners, have the opportunity to kind of pick your brains and ask questions as well as kind of get the advice off you guys as well.
2: So, um, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. if you love your classic, because I think. You know, I, I don't know. I'm a fan of all sorts of We all of kind of started this way. We all yeah. on classic. Like, I love all sorts of fantasy. So, I know there's some people that are strictly keeper and that's cool. You don't have to listen. But if you are a member already, you can jump on and listen too. There, there are a lot
0: that were PodPod subscribers, PodPod Plus subscribers yeah, last year yeah. anyway, Can I, I ask say. you a question?
1: Yeah.
2: You're, you're, sure. the, you're the host of the show basically,
1: yes. right? All right. So, you've got three of the greatest <laughs> fantasy <laughs> minds in the game yeah. that you, you know, yep. you talk to each week. Here we go. Who's the best? Oh,
2: Who's the best of if them? If you
1: had to go, I want this guy to pick my team for my life, that no. he had to finish top, they all
2: bring unique
0: perspectives.
2: And, and that's I think, a cop out. does no. it have to
0: be on the, oh, does it have the pause? I'll take Selby. So, <laughs> like, does it have to be on yours? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like the guy's well, won, based, won the based on, twice.
2: Based on in very, very recent history, Kyle finished second last year. So, so he's so a very good addition to the team. He's a great addition to the Do team. Do you reckon that
1: makes Statesman hungrier?
2: Oh, it does. Like, Kyle's giving him They're shit They're already building, like, a good kind on of like, the got, bottom Kyle's well, basically so. challenged him that he needs to perform. Like, <laughs> right. because yeah. Kyle's like, I'm bringing the credibility back. He keeps <laughs> caught things past it. So, yeah, it's pretty yeah. funny. So, right. make sure you're not missing that uh, well, content. Just on the season. download though, I reckon Louis's due for a cap. Like, I reckon Louis is going to break into that thing because he's got mm-hmm. some, yeah, great Puts a takes. lot of time in as well, Louis. So, he he's does. definitely doing his research. But his time's coming. Like, he's hat-bound.
0: Yeah, of these days. it has to be, surely. Anyway, so, we've got that happening. Yeah, basically, all our- draft resources. Most of your drafts are probably done, but they're all still up there. But in-season, we'll have CBAs, we'll have state league numbers, we'll have projections, we we'll have the breakout tracker updated each week. So, all the great in-season stuff is still available for you to use for your keeper leagues as well. Uh, each week, we thank uh, 10 gold members. I'm going to read them out this week. I don't think I've done it for a while. So, thank you to Odin York, Ian Duncan, Sean Lawson, Matt Brown, David Pierce, um, Dan Kovacevic. That one gets me every year. Uh, Robert Mal- Malav- Malavindi? Malavindi. That's go with that uh bevan lemon josh donhart and cameron mills and uh shout out to uh, one of our league mates uh Tim Scroat he got real angry on the weekend that we didn't uh, say anything we just read past his name and uh, didn't read it out so uh, I thought we'd just mention him this week just to make up for it so anyway there you go Tim avid manscaped (laughs) user, absolutely loves it absolutely loves it I'm Scroaty anyway uh, (laughs) podcast reviews Um, James Elms this week says make Heff play footy again Uh, fantastic pod with unmatched insight on AFL keeper leagues great focus on identifying draft sleepers and bolters Uh, steers clear of two G four players, unless they're John butchering someone with an awfully catchy song. Oh, so he likes the big fan. He's of right songs. for round one. Did that you guys right. see that? I did see that. So, training um, today, yeah. playing round one. All right, Lapinski. <laughs> Thanks for that, uh, James Elms. All right, we'll get into the listener questions now. Alright, into the listener questions The first one comes from Ninja Spoon, it's not actually a question He's just giving some advice to uh, players out there From I think someone who's just done his first Keeper League draft, and he's saying uh, Don't punt forwards when starting a new Keeper League, uh, it's not a question, just an observation Hoping Walsh and Rau um, As keepers save me, so Yeah, maybe don't punt your forwards And uh, go too early on those young mids um, At Russ2468 uh, I chose Chapman over Erasmus in redraft um, I'm in the running for a cup, so I wanted a young youngster that could have some fieldable scores this year was that a mistake uh Doss, you picked up chapman and i know you like erasmus as well what do you think do you think that's a, a reasonable get there
2: yeah i mean the midfield depth <laughs> at Frio, like it's basically just looking at a rookie versus a second year player yeah. and, and chapman he didn't even play waffle when he came back last year yeah, he went straight back in so he's strained much so yeah i think his job security is high he's gonna i, I didn't see any of the news story but do you hear the traders talk about um erasmus the other week i don't know if it was a squirt or not they they seem to think it was that they'd heard inside info that um erasmus basically didn't get selected in the squad of 26 the other week and kind of spat it a little bit so yeah right. I, I didn't hear any follow-up stories on that but yeah. um yeah apparently a bit bit uh, upset over the non-selection
0: i think with um frio and their youngsters they kind of tend to ease them in so i think chapman if you're going for a flag I yeah. think absolutely great yeah. pick. Yeah. yeah, Cool. Um, at Sandgroper19, um, going early on Petrovsky-Seaton as a defender, so 10th round in a 20-keeper league. Um, only 24 years old. Is the 2019 output feasible depending on role in the Eagles' best 22? Kays, I know you've been a Petrovsky-Seaton kind of follower over the years. Mm. Um, what do you think? Do you reckon that's too early? Uh, yeah, he, yeah. He just
1: didn't. I, yeah, You wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt after last week's game. I was just like, I didn't see you, man, and there was no one else in your team. So, like, he needed to show me something more, some thirst, as you like to say it, mm-hmm. to, you know, like you see, you know, someone like Patrick Nash score 50 off 37% of the time on ground. He didn't even score that off, you know, almost double that time on ground. So, like, yeah, I'm worried. I do see your point of view and I would be willing to
2: kind of be lenient, but I don't be taking him super late if you were still drafting. Yeah, I think super late's a great spot yeah. to get him, but at the same time, um, if there's the midfield, the midfield role could be there. It's just the if he had a full preseason, I'd, I'd be all around it. It's just a shame, really. Yeah, I think everything the the is there finally for him. I think yeah.
0: regardless, tenth round is probably a bit early, isn't it? Um, anyway, at Quenchmyth first um, asks uh, which final two mids should I start in round one? Uh, Prestia, Greenwood, Schoenberg, Sharp, Warple. And Barry, he's planning on looping Prestia, but if he fails, he wants two midfielders to replace him. Um, who wants to answer this one? Anyone got any ideas? I think Warpole plays North Melbourne first up, mm-hmm. which I think is Juice um and i don't mind but then, greenwood but then also greenwood against hawthorne is juice yeah true well i think that's what that was, that's the tool i was actually going to go for really just because greenwood a new club i think will want to impress as well
2: um yeah. sharp versus north melbourne no. thank sharp versus west coast oh, oh, so wait, that's sorry, sorry, what i was thinking the i was just team. looking at who can, I, who, <laughs> yeah. who can i play against oh, um, west coast is Sharp. sharp yeah. is, that's in wa is it as well yes yeah oh give me sharp
0: Right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna back Greenwood in for to go. Beer, Sharp but I think and Greenwood. Was, I think there. they'll both like score around the ninety mark. I reckon. But I'm gonna go Warple because with Mitchell not being 100 percent right, I think he's gonna be the next guy to go in there. He's gonna be kind of leading that midfield. So I'm high on Warple this season, so I don't mind him there.
2: Sharp and Greenwood. It'll be interesting what Barry's role will be. But yeah, yeah. too risky. I too guess. risky. Yeah. Those two too guys. Too risky. I think Greenwood.
0: All right, um, at Robert Hatcher fifteen. Um, do we think Dylan Shield can get back to a ninety-eight point average from twenty nineteen, or do I try and move on from him? I have a couple of uh, contending leagues. I have been in a couple of contending leagues. What do you think? What do we think Dylan Shield averages? Kay, is he all the bombers, man. What do you think he averages this year? I still don't know what their best twenty-two looks like and who's playing where. Oh, I think he's playing that kind of soul inside uh, midfielder when he's playing. I reckon at least he don't he know he's playing, playing. In a wing. So that's oh, the other thing. I don't think he. I think. I don't know. I don't think he's as good on a wing. I think they've got their wing spots sewn up already with better outside players. I think he's best suited to that inside role. But I can't see him averaging 98. I can see him maybe averaging the 90s, like low 90s. That's That's a, he's see. a
2: risky pr- proposition yeah. what do you yeah. think I sure? agree with the low 90s yeah
0: low yep. 90s so probably not in the 98 but if you're happy with the 92 I or think something like they that.
2: basically figured out he can't really play in many other spots yeah. though, so I think he will play inside I've said most of yeah. last year yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, Jaden O'Brien Bailey Scott listed as a forward racked up 73 points playing a halfback role in the Amy game is the role real or just a consequence of preseason mashups and Hall being back oh sorry Hall <laughs>
1: being on the outside Bailey Out Scott and good preseason numbers are like DOS and ruining
0: people's careers through song. <laughs> they just go hand That's in more hand. Good round one numbers, isn't it? Bailey Scott, his preseason numbers haven't been great. It was his first season he turned up on debut. I just can't. Bailey Scott is like just. Yeah. I actually picked him up gold. on the back of this, but like real late, like second or last pick of the draft, I think it was, um, in ours. But yeah, just listed as a forward if he plays a halfback role or maybe on a wing because those wings kind of are vacated and they pull polex back and uh, back on that wing spot apparently but um, he could play one of those roles okay and maybe score maybe average a 70 if he's super lucky but I think that's kind of real wishful thinking so was he halfback was he is that what I was saying uh, yeah well, halfback wing that's what I thought mm. yeah because I saw him I thought, wing. Yeah, yeah a few wing attendances um, but yeah I think kind of where he got the pill he might have looked like he was on a halfback flank but yeah he was definitely starting on the wing a bit so yeah I could see him move up into that role and go okay but um, look it's Bailey Scott, though, so who knows? Um, at more tarded. last question of the night, um, is Kay's role as the Oracle at risk after taking Hearn in the second round two of the preseason draft? <laughs> can you provide examples of other players that went in this round? Now, I do you still have the draft I can, results? I can, I, I can run through them because
1: yeah, cool. I was the second to last pick for, for reference. So yep. I'll give, give you the guys who went in round three because yep. they're the ones who still be available. Or oh, was it round sense. three? No, I took him round two, but I'm the second oh, last sorry, pick around yeah, yeah, round two. So yeah. There's yeah. no point running through the guys I couldn't get. Um, so, Trent Cochin Zach Guthrie, who ended up taking anyway, Tim Membry, um, Charlie Constable, John Newcomb, Joe Danaher, Nick Haynes, Michael Walters, Finn Callahan, David Mundy, Daniel Howe, Sam Flanders, and Jonathan Segler.
0: Yeah. I think Oracle they, didn't miss. Hearn's fine. Like Hearn will average he'll, if he's eighty-five. If he's not, if he's not injured, yeah, he'll average eighty-five. And if you're contending, that's what you want in your side. Mm. It's just that you're not going to get much future out of him, and I don't think that's what you really care about at the moment. To no. be honest, so I
1: just needed him to just
0: be there. I think you're sweating more so that you were in, you're in dire need of forwards, forwards, and you didn't take forward until see like Tim Membry or Joe Danaher would have potentially been better picks. Yeah, but for your
1: they team. don't have the ceiling that Hearn does. Yeah.
2: I've actually—I don't know what it was. It's just a bit of gut feel, mm-hmm. if you will, a um, bit of a manscape smooth ball call. I yeah, dropped her way down my ranks um, yeah. in our latest update so those carbs uh, <laughs> I, I was I sort of the fact that's going to be in the back line a lot is probably you know why you're excited yeah. but I just don't I think they're going to try and involve more distributors especially if they're going youth and like it'd scare me that if they're doing that trash that He's, we might see a mid-season um, his boots hanging is up. a
0: lead though and he'll take a lot of kick-ins yeah so yeah. that's
2: one thing there's
1: kick-ins it's down there a lot Number three, which is all I need him for, is the retirement game
0: in round twenty three. <laughs> yeah, that. I'm on a one
1: fifty from Shannon in <laughs> the yeah. final. As
0: long game. as he's not injured. Uh, is I the last game
2: him, is the last game at home? That's uh, let the let other thing you've got to make check. sure. If it's at home, it's guaranteed, he might retire early if it's, it's not. Just there, the injuries, the that I think, you know, the yeah. I just I personally yeah. don't have him as high this year. Oh, it's it's purely where my team's at. Like I needed someone who
1: could
0: potentially just come in and he's probably the best average at that round. One of the like, yeah. he's away seen- at GMHBA. oh that's Ooh. dangerous um not many people not travel down there uh tim memory just going back to them i think i've got him in a couple leagues as well i've been big on him this preseason so mm. i was happy to get him as a forward mm. um but yeah anyway uh that's the show for tonight that's a wrap that's all the questions we're gonna be done in just under an hour here so no, really? well done all right uh we'll wrap that one up unless there's anything else from you guys that you want to mention or anything that's come through while we have been doing the show no
2: no i mean we've we'll, we'll got to get Got to get to, what, 300 ratings and reviews now? That's right, you? we do need to, yep.
0: so <laughs> far I off to, are
2: we? Just skip it and go straight to 400 so he has to play the season. How many new phones do I need to
0: buy? Can I just yeah? Can I just wait till 400 then before uh, do I, I don't actually have to plan until we get to 400? Is what if we get
2: to 400 and it's like two years time and you're an absolute foss and you've still got it on at the bat? No, nah, it's
0: only for this season. We nah, need to get to 400 well, there this was, season. No, no, no,
2: but that was the thing that was not agreed upon time frame. It's no. true.
0: Well, then you it's can't just add stipulations now. So we need to re this. Forty-year-old, we, we get to four hundred. <laughs> it's it's twenty thirty. Right, I'll, I'll snap in the first round and I will not be playing the season regardless. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, uh, yep. So try to get the ratings and reviews in 300 the next milestone. I'll play a game somewhere. I'm not sure if I'll get a game at Kennersworth if they don't have a C grade. might have to be back in my old club. But the C grade coach my old club tell, has already told me he's not having me back.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cats versus cooke a one. It is
0: actually my old club, Kayser's old club, I guess, or the club we played for last year versus your club round one. So yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting. But we might allow. Have to go out and have a few beers and watch McKay's and I'll have to go and heckle a I reckon. So, Peter Kretsky's drinking red tins. Yeah, we'll have good. to Great. do a bit of heckling oh, out right. of there. So, it should be good fun. Anyways, we'll wrap that one up. Actually, any of our listeners in Adelaide want to come out and watch this <laughs> too? That'd yeah. be pretty good fun to actually go. Let's we'll have, have a meet up at the Walkerville Footy Club and watch yeah. Doss have Round a kick one, in, the, in the ones. Oh, anyway he's, he's already sweating. He's already choking up. Let's make a Facebook event for <laughs> I it think let's do it. <laughs> Anyways, let's wrap it up now. All right. Uh, get around us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. The Hampshire Awareness is back. <laughs> but, uh, make sure you support uh, our sponsors you support us by supporting our sponsors so go to manscape.com and use Keeper 20 on the uh, the new um, packages and the new products they've got there in their ultra premium collection so use Keeper 20 on those get 20% off and free shipping alright and then make sure you get to Walkerville over at uh, round one <laughs> no, and watch uh, my Dossie play some footy. <laughs> and if you're living in Adelaide and if you're not in Adelaide just <laughs> like, flights are super cheap at the moment so just make your way over will we we'll get here. Debut as well <laughs> yeah. it might so, be the stream game of the week too if you yeah. know. Actually, yeah, yeah we can we watch it online actually hopefully it is we can post it around the country anyway uh, that'll do us for this week Dossie's already choking up so it's all good alright we'll talk to you next week after round one we've actually got some footy how exciting boys get excited for this it's uh, we got, I am bloody keen we've got two I've more got so many footy players starts playing on Wednesday night too. oh it's loophole galore and mm. just play look it. I reckon yeah cool my keepers are set it's just the classic team now that's it we going to wait for the teams on Thursday but uh, yeah exciting times alright enjoy listeners and we'll talk to you next week see yeah. bye